Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Gorilla Talk, the podcast about the Atlanta Silverbacks of the National Premier Soccer League. My name is Paul Scanling, I'm your host and producer, and we have a great episode lined up for you today. We're going to talk to Mitch Garcia, captain of the Atlanta Silverbacks. He's going to give us a little season review, also talk about his impending nuptials, which he might be married by the time you hear this podcast. We're also going to go through the playoffs, talk a little bit about that, talk about the women and their run to the Final Four of the WPSL Championship Playoffs. So without further ado, here we go with Episode 9. So after a couple of playoff wins against the Carolina Railhawks under 23 side and Tobacco Road giving us the South Atlantic Conference Championship, the Silverbacks took to the road, traveled all the way to Hialeah, Florida to play Miami United FC. Talked about them in our last episode, gave a little preview. Unfortunately, the season came to an end with a 2-0 loss there in Hialeah. The match was a bit rough. It was scoreless for most of the game. Miami United did finally score in the 74th and the 78th minute. We had a goal in the 88th minute called back for offsides. I don't think it was offsides. I may be a little biased. Uh, The Miami players, a little rough, a little tumble, uh, lots of uh, physical play. They went on to face Chattanooga FC the following weekend where they lost there at Finley Stadium in Chattanooga. And uh, they continued their roughhousing ways. In fact, a couple of their players were fined posthumously by the league. Maybe that's not posthumously. They were fined after the fact for their behavior during that game against Chattanooga. If you haven't seen the GIF, or GIF, however you want to pronounce it, of the Miami goalkeeper falling down a good two seconds after he was brushed by one of our players who received a red card for it, uh, it's absolutely hilarious. One of the best... Uh, dives I think I've ever seen. Just just funny as hell. You need to make sure you go see that. We'll tweet that out a few times. Make sure you can go see that. Uh, not real happy with the way the season ended, but very happy that the, that the team went through in a regular season with only one loss. The team went uh, three rounds into the playoffs, uh, gave us soccer all the way into the middle of July, a lot more than we could have possibly hoped for at any time. So glad that they could continue playing for us. Hope we can build on that success for next season as well. Well, let's talk a little bit now about our women's side. Go through the entire regular season, all five matches of it, undefeated, 15 points from five matches. Advance into the playoffs and lose at the first hurdle. Lost to the Knoxville Force 1-0 in the conference semifinals. But the Knoxville Force had to drop out because they were fielding college players that couldn't continue in the playoffs. Due to their undefeated season, they were invited by the league to not only participate in the finals of the region, but to host them. Played Lake Norman, beat them 2-1, which punched our ticket to Columbus, Ohio to play San Diego. Uh, unfortunately, lost that match two to uh, three to one. Apologize for that. Lost three to one. Uh, Boston Breakers went on to win the WPSL championship. So congrats to them. But a great run by our women's team. It was great to see that team get restarted and have a great season. Hopefully, they can continue. A few doubleheaders this season at Silverbacks Park. Hope we can get to see more of that. If you can get to a men's game early, you get to see some of the women's game. Uh, the Ultras have been out there for a women's game. There are even pictures of them with smoke bombs for the women's game. So equal rights, equal support there. That And that is great to see. 
Not many clubs have a women's side. Not many clubs have a women's side that gets uh, support as well. So let's make sure as we are going forward here with our organization that we're supporting both the men's and the women's teams. And now let's talk a little bit about the ASFC Trust, the Atlanta Silverbacks Football Club Trust. We are an organization that is interested in purchasing at least some of the Atlanta Silverbacks as it currently exists, but definitely interested in helping to promote the club and develop the club and making sure that it is around for many years to come. We have been working hard on getting all of our legal paperwork complete. We have been waiting word from the IRS for a couple of weeks. We know they tend to take their own sweet time with some of that paperwork. As soon as that is in, though, we are going to be announcing membership drives, fundraising drives. We have the uh, Silverbacks are interested in having an amateur side play in the ADASL that plays here in Atlanta, a remnant of the old Atlanta Chiefs from the NASL. And we are interested in helping that come to fruition, developing players that can play up into the NPSL and hopefully go on and play in professional careers. And hopefully giving an opportunity for, assuming the structure of the sport changes in this country, an opportunity for the Silverbacks to start climbing the ladder back up and get above Division Four status. So make sure you're looking closely for that information. We hope to have that out here pretty soon. We will, of course, be blasting it all over Twitter and Facebook and making sure everybody is aware of how they can contribute and own a portion of the Silverbacks and help with uh, supporting and promoting and uh, all sorts of wonderful things involved with this organization. We want to make sure that uh, we are not part of the problem. We are part of the solution. We are very, very aware of uh, issues the club has faced for almost 20 years, and it seems like it's not the Silverbacks unless there's something major standing in the way of preventing the club from accomplishing its, its goals. And so we want to make sure we are part of the solution to that. And part of that takes money. In some cases, it might take a lot of money. So make sure you're keeping an eye out for that. Uh, follow the trust account at ASFC Trust. That's on Twitter. You can follow me as well on Twitter at ATL Gorilla Talk. Uh, my personal Twitter account at P Scanling. Don't tweet out a whole lot about soccer, but I do occasionally. Uh, discuss some soccer stuff on there. Uh, so make sure you, if you are on Twitter, you're doing that. You can find Gorilla Talk on Facebook as well, and there will be lots of announcements about that information. Next up, let's talk to Mitch Garcia. Mitch is the 27-year-old captain of the Atlanta Silverbacks during this 2016 season. He is originally from Avondale, Arizona, studied at Grand Canyon University. And we're going to have a conversation with him, talk to him about his past, his future, his impending nuptials, get his thoughts on the season that just concluded. So here is that interview. Welcome. So glad to have you here on Gorilla Talk, even though the season is over. Uh, but I wanted to start off with uh, something a lot more important than the season. I understand you're getting married in a couple of days. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm getting married in a couple of days. Um, I'll be in Tennessee on Thursday, and uh, it's been a it's been a long couple of weeks, but um, I'm excited to you know start this new chapter of my life. Are you, are you a little nervous? It's okay to be a little nervous. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm a little nervous. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I think if I wasn't a little bit nervous, I'd, I'd kind of be inhumane. Yeah, yeah, I I understand. I I remember that day well. I've been married eighteen years, and I I remember that that feeling that that week or so leading up to it. Just thinking, wow, we really we're really doing this. 
it was really cool. It was really great, but still there's, there's always a little bit of nerves there. So cool. So, uh, we should probably keep the location a secret so the ultras don't show up and light smoke bombs and bang drums during your wedding reception or anything. I don't think that you probably <laughs> would appreciate that very much. I, I don't, I don't mind. I liked all the ultras. They were cool. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot, bunch of great, bunch of great people there, but, but yeah. maybe not what your, what your bride had in mind for a wedding reception. though. No. <laughs> So I uh, wanted to touch uh, base a little bit with you about the season, you know, uh, putting together a, a end of season review here. Obviously our season ended just a little bit before we wanted it to, but uh, a good run in the playoffs. Uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts about uh, your, your year playing for the Silverbacks. Um, this year was, this year was um, tough from, from a lot of angles because I mean, we had a lot of, we had a lot of professional players, professional, you know, attitude players who have been playing at a high level and, you know, the fact that they weren't getting paid and, you know, they got to be there and play with us was uh, was definitely a good experience for everyone. But I thought that, you know, Josh Nier, the coach, I thought he did well with, you know, meshing a bunch of players together who have, who have never, ever played together. And, uh, you know, he put together, you know, a very, very disciplined, you know, tactical team. And it was, uh, it was quite a run. I mean, un- unfortunate that, you know, we played, uh, I mean, Miami was, they were, they were actually really good. I played, I played in the NPSL last year with the reserves, the Silverback reserves, and I'd, I'd say that um, I'd say that Miami, you know, was probably one of the uh, one of the better teams that um, that we played, like that I played in the last couple of years. They had a lot of experience, and it was uh, it was a good experience for everybody. You know, so um, as far as as far as the players, um, it was fun. I mean, each of them had a, a very very specific set of skills that was you know beneficial to to the team and and they all learned very well from each other um this is probably one of the, also one of the closest teams i've been on and that's i mean that's kind of impressive because you know you don't find you don't find a, a close team within such a short a short window because you know the mpsl is only a couple months long so uh it was it was fun i mean unfortunately we didn't make it as far as we wanted but overall i thought it was a very successful season yeah, I think in general, I was very pleased with it. It was it was a fun team to go out and watch. Um, gave up some some last minute goals, I should think, cost us some 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 points in some places in the standings. But uh, but overall, really enjoyed the experience. I thought thought it was it was fun to watch. Uh, so uh, tell us about about being captain. Had you ever been captain before? Was that something you do have experience with? Um, what was that like? Um, I've been captain for my club team when I was you know sixteen and seventeen with uh, my club in Arizona, but it was. It was different here because here, um, you know, the coaches they they uh, they needed help with a lot of stuff because you know the you know the resources and funds weren't weren't there. So, you know, I would help you know Jackson here with whatever he needed if he needed help with setting up a drill or you know they needed me to you know handle the group messages and let guys know when they needed to be in the locker room, when they needed to be you know at appearances or when we need to you know whatever we needed to do. Um, you know, our manager Fode gave that you know that that job title to me, and I um, I took it with full responsibility. But it was uh, it was not easy. It was kind of it was kind of staying you know kind of staying trying to trying to stay glued to the team while being away from them. It's easy to you know captain teams on the field, but being away from them is is another story. You know, kind of still trying to handle everything, and you know, I, it was a good humbling experience because now I see where you know, team managers and, and team coordinators, you know, in the future at higher levels, how much work they have to do to, you know, keep a lot of stuff intact for the organization to run well. So it was a, it was a good learning experience for me, actually. And um, I learned a lot from all the players, and I tried to, 
you know, I tried to be humble and, you know, lead as well as I could have, but it was definitely a, it was definitely a blessing to, to lead such a, a great group of guys. So is that something that maybe, uh, you know, you're, as your career winds down, are you, are you maybe looking into coaching? Does that, is, does that interest you? What, tell us about the, the future, what, what you what you have in mind for that? Um, as far as the future, I think, uh, right now I'm, I, you know, I just, uh, I just got a few of my licenses, my personal training licenses, you know, I have some cycling licenses, um, there's a, there's a new upcoming, um, TRX, it's like the Navy SEAL band. Um, well, there's, there's like studios in Atlanta and kind of across the country that are opening. I just got my license for that as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to kind of keep a, keep a fitness approach to it. Cause I mean, it's, it's tough to be a coach and, um, Unfortunately, I don't have the patience to coach younger kids. But even at a even at a higher level, you know, it's hard to it's hard to mesh one group together. And I feel as a fitness coach, you know, a strength and conditioning coach, it'd be much easier for me to give give back and try to be um, more more injury preventative for the players rather than you know lead them you know into the next stage of their life. You know, I tore when I when I played for the Silverbacks in 2014 in the NASL. I tore my ACL and uh, had a lot of time to study, you know, the anatomy and rehab and prehab. And I kind of really got into it after a while. And, you know, I, I would love to help athletes in the future, you know, be injury preventive as, as much as they can and, and, you know, continue their careers as they progress. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So, so what's next for you? Obviously there's, there's a wedding coming up and uh, I'm assuming a honeymoon, but uh What's next for you professionally? Do you, do you have any idea or have you, have you just kind of taken a, a couple of weeks off here to relax and focus on the wedding and hadn't really thought about it? Um, if it's, it's actually, I'm actually going to Carolina on Sunday to try for the Railhawks and NASL, but, um, okay. it's been, uh, it's been hard to, to balance, you know, all the stuff that's going on right now. I mean, I, I know it's the last couple of weeks wind down before your wedding, especially with it being a, a bigger ceremony. Um, when you got to put a little more work into, we, uh, we rented a cabin in Tennessee and my family flew out from Arizona. Um, and some of my friends flew out from Arizona. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a struggle to, to find a decent balance between everything that's going on in my life. But, um, you know, my, my family has been extra supportive. My fiance who, you know, soon be my wife, she's been supportive and she understands that, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm chasing my dream, and hopefully, you know, in the long run, it'll it'll provide a, a decent future for us. Because, um, you know, maybe I mean, I'm 27, so hopefully, I have another six, seven years, and hopefully, I can, you know, land a, a good, decent contract that at least, you know, provide enough for you know me and hopefully my future family over the next few years, and then provide me enough to you know finish my schooling or find a decent job as a strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is your is your uh, bride is she an athlete? Does she does she get it? Yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. Actually, um, when I first got here to Atlanta, it was interesting. Like I, you know, I'm uh, one of my one of the things with me as a player is I'm I'm very fit. Like I, I mean, I have as much skill as a lot of people. I mean, I have as much knowledge as a lot of the players. But personally, for me, uh, I stay fit. And a lot of players that I play with can tell me, you know, can can attest to that. But I met her, and she's a she's a distance runner. She's a cross country runner. So she runs. Okay like marathons and half marathons. So I, you know, it's a challenge for me to, to meet someone of that caliber because that's a, that's a different kind of being in shape. That's a very, 
Mm-hmm. It's just a very different style. Like, obviously, she couldn't do what I could, but then I tried to do what she could, and I was just like, all right, well, after mile 10, like, I, what, what am I running for? But, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's important to her that she, she does that. And, and she's actually, um, she's actually an assistant manager at a, an upcoming uh, studio called Orange Theory Fitness. Um, I think a few USL clubs actually in the country use Orange Theory Fitness as a, as a training ground every once in a while. Um, but she, uh, she's working at the one here in, in Stone Mountain and she really seems to love it. I think she's going to get into, uh, being a personal trainer there and, and, you know, progress a career there if she can. Okay. Well, it, I think it's, I think it's great that you're, you're marrying somebody who at least has a, an idea of what you do, even if it's not exactly the same thing. I, I'm a musician and my wife's also a musician. And I've, I've always thought that if she didn't really have an understanding of what it is I was doing, that telling her that I had another gig on Friday night or I had to stay up late night doing some writing or whatever, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really, I wouldn't, they, she wouldn't really understand. It would cause problems. So that understanding is real important there. So, so good for that. Good, good. So, uh, so you got a, you got a, uh, a, a tryout with the, the Railhawks coming up here. Just, uh, best of luck with that. Hope, hope, uh, that can work out well for you. Maybe you sign a, a contract for the remainder of the season with them. Uh, I know there, there are several, uh, there's at least a couple of former silverbacks, on the on the Railhawks, Simon Mensing signed with them, and uh, Paul Black also believe signed with them as well. So you got a little connections there with the Railhawks? Um, no, actually, I, I actually um, I don't know them at all. Actually, Simon and Paul. I mean, I knew them from last year playing with the first team, but when sure. I uh, I went to one of the, the Railhawks open tryouts, and uh, I just went like I went and paid my fee, and I, I didn't um, like I didn't leave my information or nothing. Like I just you know, I just went to go and train and try to land the team. And, you know, the coach, um, the assistant coach was like, Hey man, like I want to bring you in preseason. Like, um, you know, would you be willing to come? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like I'll, you know, I'll be there. Let me know. And somewhere along the line, our communication got, you know, mis, you know, misinterpreted. And he actually was the, the Carolina Railhawks under 23 head coach. So in our league, in our conference, he saw me, Uh you know, three times. Yeah. And he was like, man, he's like, I, I still want to bring you in. You know, I like you. I just want to see if, you know, if you, if you fit the team chemistry. And I think that's, uh, I think that's where they're looking is, you know, how I think he knows I can play. I think it's just a matter of how well am I going to, how well am I going to blend with the team? So I'm sure. hoping, uh, I'm hoping, you know, a week or two weeks there, I hope that, you know, in the end they'll like what they see and, and hopefully I can provide, you know, something better for their club as well. Well, best of luck with that. Hope that hope that works out well for you. I know one of the primary focuses of our club right now, the Silverbacks right now, is developing players and getting them on to that next level and letting them letting them develop and kind of putting them in the shop window. So hopefully that'll work out and you can be one of our our first success stories here of, of 2016. That that'd be great. I hope so. Thank you. I appreciate that. Certainly, certainly. Well, I do appreciate your time and um, yeah. Let us know. I know you're on Facebook. Are you also on Twitter? <laughs> no, I actually, I've never, I've never gotten into Twitter. I mean, Fode kind of, you kind of got on me about getting into Twitter. I just, I mean, I, I work and I do personal training all the time, and I just, I'm not really into the, like, staying on social media a lot. But yeah, I sure. he's probably right. I probably should get a Twitter soon. <laughs> it's a great way to to keep in touch. It's a great way to let people know what's going on. So uh, I'm very active on it. We're very active on it with the trust and and uh, trying to promote the club and and get things going here. So. Uh, but uh, I do appreciate your time for the interview, and uh, congratulations on your, your your marriage coming up here in the next couple of days, and best of luck next weekend with the uh, 
with the Railhawks. We'll be looking out for you. I got some friends over there in Carolina, so maybe we'll get over and see you see you later in the season, play for the Railhawks. I hope so. Thank you very much. I appreciate everything. Certainly. Thank you. So that was Atlanta Silverbacks captain Mitch Garcia. Season's over. He is on, hopefully, to bigger and better things. Hopefully signing on with the Carolina Railhawks. We'll get to see him in action, at least online. A wedding-themed wrap-up for Episode 9. Big thanks to Mitch Garcia for spending some time talking to us about his future, about what he plans to do, and of course about his impending nuptials. Uh, Nice little wrap-up there of the women's season. Talked a little bit about our loss to Miami United ending the men's season. A little preview of some things to come with ASFC Trust. Look for another episode of Gorilla Talk out very soon. This has been episode 9 of Gorilla Talk. My name is Paul Scanling. I'm your host and producer. And as I've stated on several occasions, I am not currently affiliated with the club in any way. This is a fan-produced podcast for fans of the Atlanta Silverbacks. Thank you.